When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show. The Tom Bernard Morning Show. Streamed every morning on the Tom Bernard Show app and anytime on demand wherever you get your podcasts. I've told that woman not to tell me what to do many times, and she just won't stop. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's been a year. 2024. Get it together. That's so 2023. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Matter of fact, I didn't even talk to, I talked to Dan over the weekend or, or the week, I should say. I, I didn't talk to Amy. She sent me a message, which was very, very nice. Um, and we can kind of start off the fact that the, the, the new year of 2024, um, I kind of talked about it a little bit. I think, I, you know, Andy recorded a message and put it up on the site and all that stuff. But, but I, uh, over the last seven, eight, 10 days, whatever the hell it's been, I was sitting there, you know, t- every holiday, sit around and talk, talk to people and think about, you know, I love my wife more all the time. My children, Andy and Alex, are fantastic. The grandchildren. You got Fawny and Sage were just down here, and uh, Ethan's coming down in about a week, so looking forward to that. This is beautiful time, right? It's mm-hmm. the holidays, my family. You concentrate a lot about how, how much you love your family and how much you love being around them and all the rest of that. Well, unfortunately, um, lost a couple of friends over the week. Well, that was about 10 days, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Ian died when? He he died uh, about 10 days ago, right? Maybe it's not that long. Maybe it just seems that long, you know? But that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm kind of focused on is, is the great joy. With great joy, sometimes comes great sadness. And there's the balance in life that people who focus on only the negative are way, way out of line. You have to look at the good. Wade with the bad. You uh, have this wonderful family, but you lost a couple of your dear friends, Ian Punnett. People didn't even know Ian and I were friends, which I think is kind of cool. We had that undercover friendship. <laughs> One of the smartest people I've ever met. You guys knew Ian. I'm, I'm sure some of you did anyway. I only met him. I never worked with him. Um, oh, you never did? But, yeah. Well, I suppose uh, that would make sense, yeah. Everybody who had worked with him was is is just was so upset and, and just adored him. No question about it. Just a great guy. Very, very smart man. Just a real caring, good, very supportive guy, too. He wasn't one of those guys like, well, you are doing this, so good for you. No, no, no. Everything you did was great to him, and, hey, this is wonderful and all the rest of it. So I'm thinking about Ian quite a bit uh, during the week, and then a few days later I get a call from Bernie Lauer, who is the uh, director of sales, for the podcast network here at Hubbard. And he said, Tom, I got some really bad news for you. And I said, oh, great. In other words, you're going to tell me Christmas Day or the day after Christmas, you have horrible news. 
So I'm assuming that AJ, Tevin, and Brittany are staying on the show. Is that what you called about? <laughs> but that wasn't it. Uh, he called to tell me that Pat Eberts uh, had died. Uh, D, I believe he did die Christmas night um, because they found him on the 26th, actually. Do you know his children thought he was asleep for about an hour in the chair? Uh. You know how horrifying that must be? You're wandering around keeping quiet because you think dad's asleep in the chair. Well, it turns out dad is dead, unfortunately. But uh, Pat and I were very, very close. And one thing I loved about Pat is this charming, sweet, loving guy who could also be an over-the-top, obnoxious asshole. It was just, I loved that about him. He had a huge personality, very, very talented. His twin brother, Mike, and I are still very, very good friends. Uh, that was Those were tough phone calls, I will tell you. Uh, a lot of weeping going on and all the rest of it. But, you know, I, I kind of decided because of this, and I, I want to get to to Judd on time this morning, no question, but, but the great joy I felt thinking about my wife and my family and my friends and the nice, you know, as you know, I've loved Ginny Hubbard since she was a little kid. I love working with, with the Hubbards. And I think focusing on that that great opening they made for me, you know, all this great stuff was happening. And then all of a sudden the universe goes, yeah, really? Well, let me, let me slam on the brakes for you by telling you two of your friends are dead. But I think therefore, I I was kind of thinking about this over the last couple of days, you know, since, since Christmas, uh, day after Christmas, all that good stuff. So about a week now, I've been thinking about this whole deal. And I was looking at what, what my problem is with the world and it basically has to do with people's very angry and severe and violent belief in a certain line of political thinking. Uh, the reason that even came up is because I watched a couple of things that uh, covered Pat's death. And they got very political. And I just don't understand why these people who are very far right or very far left cannot get out of their own way. It, they, they turn this sad thing... Uh, and then the joy of talking about their great lives into this political thing, which I have literally had enough of that. I, I like Democrats. I like centrists. I like Republicans. Not so wild about the far right or the far left. But I have decided even I am going to embrace them. They have treated me like shit for about 30 years, but I don't care. That's fine. I keep making it. Everything works out really, really well. You're that miserable. You're not going to make me miserable anymore. Does that make sense to you guys? Yeah. 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 I mean, there's so many hateful people. I don't want to live my life like that. And I don't know why they want to live their life like that. There are people I don't like. There's, there are some people I don't like at all. As a matter of fact, there's nobody I wish would drop dead though. I got to be honest with you. There's, oh God, I wish that person would die. You know, that doesn't make mm -hmm. any sense. Right. No. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm trying to figure out where I am in the world, you know, as far as the job, I love my job and all the rest of it, got a great family, all the rest of it, uh, dealing with the, the biggest problem that I do have is everything in the world, not just America, everything in the world right now is very, very political. And you're being driven by people who are lying to you. I have been in my life as well. If you think either the Democrat or the Republican party tells you the truth, you're nuts because they both lie their ass off to get you to vote. They'll bring people into the country will get you to vote. They want you to vote for this is all about them making money. Do you guys do realize that, don't you? Yeah, I do. 
I um I I hate that like you know because like this should be a time where you get to look back at your friendships and oh and, yeah and but they had to get political Brittany it's a very good point you're making yeah they could have left it alone but they just wouldn't do it and I definitely have to say like I don't know I just I thought about Pat the last what five days um yeah yep. and i keep expecting like an email or text from him right now <laughs> exactly and it's making exactly. me so sad and yep. i i um i just i just i mean i'm we're all just gonna miss him and it just sucks and i, I just want to make sure we say like i sending so much love to his family and oh yeah mm-hmm. you know that's why he woke up at 4 a.m. and sent us all emails at the same time <laughs> because he was driven by, you know, giving his family the things he wanted yep. to give. And yep. I'm very thankful um, that I got to do the podcast where Pat came over and did the podcast too, because I got to know him better. And mm-hmm. there was, there was something very endearing about him and the calls and the stuff. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry that it has to be divided in your head like that. Cause right now, like it's already sad enough to be sad. I feel sad. Yeah. I miss yeah. Pat and I hate thinking about, you know, that he's just not going to, I mean, mess the last message I got him was on Friday, that Friday, the yeah. last broadcast about Reacher and who, where he lived or something. <laughs> oh, I, that, Pat was big on that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I sending text during the show and I, he was. I just. Yeah, there's like a little hole, I think, in our little heart of our show. No doubt about it. Like I said, enjoy the, the people that you love, your birth family, your your husband, your wife, children, uh, grandchildren, what, whatever you got. And like I said, I like Democrats, I like centrists, and I like Republicans. It's the two far edges I'm not wild about. But I have decided to not even be pissed off at them anymore because if they're that stupid – to take something that's not political at all and make it political, I I have no hope of ever gaining confidence in these people. You can't get out of your own way long enough to to celebrate someone's life by talking to their friends about it and not editing the piss out of it. So, you know, all of your ideas come through and nobody else's. You know how selfish and stupid that is, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it's on both sides, both extreme sides. You're so incredibly selfish and incredibly stupid if you're that severe. Look, like I said, you'd be Democrat, Republican, centrist. Any of that stuff works for me. And, you know, I'll even get through life with you extremists on both sides. But I just I don't understand. And the reason this even came up is because I've been riding a lot of elevators because I've been going out of town and doing a lot of business and doing this that, and the other thing. I've been talking to people on elevators and I ask everybody a question and they all answered it the same exact way. I said, are you fed up with how mean and angry everybody is? And they said, Oh God, yes. I am so sick that every person, they just want to live their lives. They don't want to hear your political bullshit, you know, calm down and live your life, be happy. Uh, And that's the last negative, negative thing I'm going to say about these people. If you don't, you're wasting your life being angry all the time. These people are always pissed off about something, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's not there's not a lot in this world that you can control, but every day when you wake up, you can choose yep. whether or not you're going to be happy and approach, you know, life with a glass half full and be grateful or not. And so I think that's an easy choice to make, and more people should just go that route. That's exactly what I'm talking about. And by the way, I 
told Judd you wouldn't wear your Viking jersey, and then you did it anyway. Yeah, so, well, we're cheering for the Vikings this week to lose because we want the highest draft pick possible, and it's I'm a glutton for punishment. What the hell happened? Ladies and gentlemen, the Score North Judd Zolgat is brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E-Law.com. Tell them Tom sent you. Score North Judd Zalgad. 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 (laughs) Close enough. I'm telling you, Judd, I, I, I'm getting a little emotional because of the losses we've taken this past week. You know, they were very good. Both Ian and, and Pat were really good friends of mine. It's very difficult. Oh, yeah. So Judd Zolgad, which I yeah, I can say it when I'm not choking up, so that's good. Yeah. In no, any case, we can, so basically three. Uh, Ian died, Pat died, and then my faith in the Vikings died to make it a threesome. You know what I mean? You know, the, the, that Vikings game, though, I I mean, I understand if you lose, right? You got yep. a lot of injuries. So do the Packers, quite frankly. But yeah. to lose to the Packers like that, that was my <laughs> – I mean, they I, – I use the word quit. I mean, I, I think that yeah. defense made yeah. business decisions. I just don't um, – it's not like Green Bay is that good. And no. it's – and, you know, offensively, yeah, your quarterback situation's a mess, but – that defense was pathetic, and that was – I think the Vikings um, in the holiday spirit should refund a lot of people what they paid for that game because they didn't get their money's worth. That is absolutely true. I literally think, Judd, that uh, they're going to have to clean house over there. Nothing over there has gone right the last couple of years. It's been terrible. Well, I think the head coach and GM are perfectly safe, but they got to make a decision on the direction of like of the players and the personnel and the quarterback. I mean, that's the thing is they've got so many holes to fill now, you know, but Tom, it's because they never they never want to take a step back to try to take a step forward. I always think if we can only, you know, like like last year, if 13 wins, if we make it into the playoff tournament, we've got a chance. But the reality is that's how that's how atrophy happens, and unfortunately for the Vikings, that ordinarily means, as we all know, like nine wins or something like, or you know, seven wins or eight wins. Um, and meanwhile, around them, Detroit's gotten good. Um, yeah, G- Green Bay has. It looks like they have a quarterback. I don't know if Jordan Love is, you know, the next Hall of Fame quarterback, but he's a decent player. Mm-hmm. And Chicago is surge is starting to surge now because they tore it down. So I just hope the Vikings understand what probably needs to be done. I don't have a lot of faith they will. Okay, Tevin, what position did you play in college football? Uh, I was a wide receiver. Wide receiver. Okay, so you tell me, how can you have not one, two, three, but four horseshit quarterbacks? How is that possible? <laughs> it. I mean, it's mind-blowing that <laughs> after – because you see other teams where, you know, the backup comes in and they're not – you know, Joe Montana, but they're capable. I mean, the Browns took Joe Flacco, who we apparently had no interest in. They took him off the street for free, and he's leading them to the playoffs. It looks like he's going to win a Super Bowl with them this year. So we couldn't – but we decided to trade for Josh Dobbs, who failed over and over again, rather than throw 20 bucks at Joe Flacco, who could have very well helped save our season. There's a lot of decisions that don't make sense. Um, the good thing is we're going to most likely have a top 15, top, potentially top 10 pick. 
Um, the bad news is I'm not 100% sure that we'll get it right with who we select. So I don't know. It sucks. Yeah. I think that's a very good point. Those are several very, very good points. Um, the game two weeks ago, who was the quarterback again two weeks ago who tried oh, to throw Nick the winning touchdown and would have, by the way. <laughs> yeah. If he had thrown the ball in a spiral, it would have been victory for the Vikings. That thing looked like a quack and duck. Forgot. It was horrible. Tom, he yeah. threw six picks in two weeks. I know. <laughs> you have to try to throw that many interceptions in two weeks. Yeah. His, pro- his problem is he thinks he thinks he's Brett Favre because he, he went to the same college yeah. and he's got the mentality of Favre and he's got my arm like <laughs> that ball looks like you're right. It, it looks like a, a, a duck that just got shot. <laughs> it does. It's, it's just sort of fluttering through the air at the, you know, at approximately 25 miles per hour. That's the incredible thing. I, I am a little bit concerned, though, that the head coach. Uh, as bad as the three backups were eventually or immediately, I am a little bit concerned that the head coach couldn't get more from any one of them. Right. Like, I gave him a lot of credit because he did from Dobbs now, but unfortunately that was when Dobbs didn't know the playbook and they were trying to make things up. But then it seemed like the more that everyone was integrated into the offense, the worse all three of them got. And uh, yep. Jaron Hall looked completely lost on Sunday, but – I don't know, man. Should Nick Mullins have looked that bad? And why the hell is he cutting it loose? I mean, he's not good enough to. You've got to help right. that guy out. Right. So there's some concerning things about this whole thing, Tom. So the amazing thing is because, you know, Viking fans, we go, oh, well, no big deal. Nobody else knows. All three games were nationally televised. <laughs> What's the yeah. big problem? Yep. <laughs> yeah, we don't do well when everybody's watching, and it really sucks. <laughs> you mean Super Bowls and NFC Championship games, Tevin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, last year, I think it was the Cowboys game was CBS's main game. Yep. Uh-huh. Got blown out. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, yeah. it's it's very us. And, it's very on brand. And for a while... Excuse me. For a while, I'm getting choked up here just thinking about it. For a while, we used to blame it on, you know, oh, it's primetime Kirk Cousins. Well, Kirk's right. been out all year. It's just primetime Vikings at this point. So if the if the Super Bowl is ever at noon, regionally telecasted oh, on a Sunday, yes. the Vikings are going to win that. But until that time, I like it. yeah. I like that. Actually, call. that's not true because in the 70s, the Super Bowl did start what time? About two o'clock or so. Yep. yep. <laughs> and the Vikings that... lost all four of them. So, no, there, there's no way there's to no spin hope. this age. Right. It's over. <laughs> Acceptance. I have a question for you. So, we're in our coming up on our 64th year, in our 63rd year, right, as a team. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 1961 to 2023. Um, have they ever won a big game? In the 63 years, have they ever won a huge game? Not just a big game, but a huge game. Have they ever won one? I would argue probably just the games to get to the Super Bowl would be about <laughs> as big as it okay. gets. But, yeah, yeah there's yeah. not in my recollection. I've, we're more known for the missed field goal, wide left, wide right, you know, botched this, botched that. That's what we're known yeah. for. Yeah, if you're talking huge game, I think Tevin's right. Like, un- unless you consider the – NFC Championship games that got them to the Super Bowl to be the, yeah. the huge game. But, I mean, since I started watching them in 78, no. I mean, they've won some big games. They've won some exciting right. games. Mm-hmm. But a huge game? No. They nope. they have not, unfortunately. Have Even games that are like, hey, you need to win this to get into the playoffs. That would be, you know, a big game to end the season. Like, I 
you know, when Josh McCown and the Arizona Cardinals knocked us out and then Green Bay gave them the key to the city, like we lose those type of games. We don't win those. It's true. Unfortunately, it's true. But and here I am all these years later, I'm still a huge Viking fan. And I if you ask me, I could not tell you why I am a huge Viking fan. They have done nothing but tear my heart out since I was 15 years old. Why do I like them? Glutton for punishment? I guess it must be it. (laughs) I mean, that's the only thing I can come up with for us. And it's not just you. It's all of us. It's all of us that follow that. I I mean, after that game on Sunday, if you're not disgusted, I don't know what would drive you away from this team. When you come out and play your arch rival, national TV, prime time. And again, no one's saying that you have to win, but, you know, make it respectable. Hell, you beat them back in October and you roll over. You have to remember one thing about my life, too, because we're, you know, a half a generation to a generation apart. When I was a little boy, little boy Tommy, we got a baseball team. We got a football team. We won the national championship in football at the University of Minnesota. You keep going down the list. Uh, the Minneapolis Lakers kicked everybody's ass every time. When I was a little boy, you said Lakers. was like, oh, they're they're godlike. There's no question about it. This is what I grew up with. The first 10 years of my life was nothing but success. And then after that, not so much. And so then it they my moved, fault. And then they moved. The Lakers moved. And yep. you were like, oh, that's too bad. But we still have all these other great sports in town. <laughs> I'm going to see multiple championships. And you're lucky, so am I, that we've seen two. That's true. And I'll tell you what, I was a I was a Dutcher fan over at the University of Minnesota in sure. basketball. I was a big Dutcher fan, never won the big one, but those games were exciting. They were always a lot of fun. So at least they were entertaining. Mm-hmm. Most of our teams now are not even entertaining. Good God. Well, the barn used to be great. When, we've talked about this before. I mean, the barn was, go for basketball was outstanding. It was. And oh, it used God. to be packed. And the ratings used to be huge. I mean, it's yep. almost hard to get your head around now, but go for basketball was absolutely, I mean, I always thought the barn was one of the greatest places to watch a game in town. Yeah, It'd be oh. rocking. And now it's empty, cold, damp, and, you know, and kids don't don't want to play there. Um, when at one time that raised floor alone intimidated opposing teams. It intimidated me because I played a couple of pickup games on that court. It is scary. I will tell you oh, that. I wouldn't want to fall too. off that thing. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> no way. But that was so much. That's where I met JB, as a matter of fact. He, he played the pickup game at the University of Minnesota. It's the first time I ever met him. But, uh, yeah, I, look, I'm still a Viking fan. I don't know why, though. I I got to be very honest with you. I have no idea why I'm still a Viking fan. They have been tearing my heart out now for about 50 years. But, you know. Well, you've seen Super Bowls, at least. Yes, at Te- least I Tevin, saw Brittany, and AJ. <laughs> and really me, because I was seven when they went. We haven't right. even seen that. I know. It's just... It's sad. Let me just say it's sad. There's no question about it. What is it about the state of Minnesota that we just cannot put together a win? We did back in the 40s, 50s, even the early 60s. What happened? You tell me. I got no idea. You tell me. Why am I supposed to tell you? I don't know what happened. <laughs> I'm picking on Judd. Tell I, me, damn it, right now. I wish I knew what happened. We're, I've, I don't know, man. It's it's unbelievable. <laughs> right. it, it really is incredible that you can't, like, you know, like how does the 98 team or the 2017 Vikings, how do they not go to a Super Bowl? How, how right. do those er, early 2000s, you know, 
the Ots twins who won a bunch of division titles. How how do you not back your way into a World Series appearance at some point there, you know? <laughs> yep. No doubt about it's it. It's the state of hockey. We've never won a Stanley Cup, and we've had two teams. Okay, I have no knowledge of this, except for she was one of my neighbors. I never talked to her. She was a neighbor of mine for a while when I lived in Golden Valley. How did Lindsay Whale, how did, why, they fired her, really? Yeah, yeah, they let her, they basically, yes, they basically said we're going to go in a different direction after. Why? Well, because they, they thought they were going to win with her. They didn't win enough, in, in their opinion. And the new coach has actually had a good season. Um, but the problem is with a person like that, and she's great. I mean, she's a fantastic person and an unbelievable player. But I, you know, part of the problem with that is when you hire that person to coach in a state in which they are a hero, right? You know, and then you have to fire them. That's a bad look. Yeah, that's that's a you know, that's just a bad look. And and in her defense, they hired her with no head coaching experience, Mm -hmm. not much coaching. I don't think she had really uh, because she'd just been playing any coaching experience. So that was a big ask and as we all know that school is not exactly the um um the greatest example of sports success itself so yeah yeah no 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 question about that you know i just realized something back <clears throat> when i lived in golden valley until i think it was what about three four years ago something like that my neighbors were al jefferson uh who's the pitcher that went to new york again the really great pitcher santana Yo- yeah Johan. Johan santana was a neighbor of mine uh, Lindsay Whalen was a neighbor of mine. Uh, we have I literally about seven or eight people that everybody would know. Not one time did any of us ever get together. <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? It was kind of a, an enclave where, well, that's your area, and then I'll have this My area. My kind of people. Yeah. I love yeah. this. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. It's very that. on brand. Yes. Yes. I like it. Hey, what's going on? Don't come over to my house. I like how you think. <laughs> I mean, all these. Well, a couple of twins lived in there. Uh, never, I saw them, but we never, none of none of us ever hung out together. Oh, Skip Humphrey, he lived in the neighborhood too. No, I never even saw him. So. Uh-uh, you know why? Smart man, stayed inside. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. But we'll get there. I, I, I don't know. I, You know, Judd, I can't even say that. We're, I don't know if we'll get there because these teams have sucked so badly for so many years now. It's getting really old. I will tell you that. Yeah, I wouldn't assure that. I I think you're right. I well, I would I would not assure the youth of America and the youth of th- this state that we will definitely get there because it's been so damn long, and they all find such creative win ways to lose games. <laughs> That's true. Yep. That's very very true. But all right, young man, we'll we'll just keep firing away at it. We'll see you again tomorrow. Sounds good, everybody. Take care. Thanks, pal. Ladies and gentlemen, Score North, Judd Zolgad is brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to BIALKELaw.com. Please tell them that Tom sent you. We'll take a break. Be right back. Some other hunyuk will pop on. I don't know who it'll be, but it'll be somebody. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look That's at the enthusiasm. Look at the enthusiasm we got. No I'm, la- I'm laughing at the uh, the gentleman coming up dancing in the, the back waiting room. Oh, is he dancing? Yeah, he was dancing hard. <laughs> I can't see him, so I, I couldn't tell if he was dancing or not. Uh, we'll take a break. Be right back in a couple of seconds. What's his name again? It's Egret. Uh, uh,
That sounds that right. What it is? That sounds right. I thought 2024 yeah. we were upgrading to the uh, his uh, female counterpart. That's what I thought. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> Stuck in the middle with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Actually, I, I got to tell you something, and I hope you can't hear me. I ran into a lot of people over the Christmas week, and it was kind of nice because I was obviously down from losing two friends, all the rest of it. People love Chris Eggert on this show. They love him. Don't tell him I said that, though. Okay? It's just between us. Just Thank yeah, you. Thank right. you very much. Trust tree. We'll be right back right after this. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk and not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. You'll be glad you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. I'm Tom Bernard, and I'm a paid endorser. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take personal care dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them, or their team, I know I'm working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, equal housing lender. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with great deals on his most popular products. Right now, you can save 50% on Queen and King pillows. The original My Slippers and the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. Their proprietary uh, technology makes them extremely absorbent, yet provides that soft feel you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price is $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code TOM. That is a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com, use promo code TOM to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That is just $39.99 for a set. This deal will not last long. Enter promo code Tom for this special and, of course, many more. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. This is the Tom Bernard Morning Show Podcast. And now, time for me to introduce this very professional news uh, man, news anchor, 
wearing a black tie with his white shirt. He's got his glasses on. He's got his hair combed. Ladies and gentlemen, the lovely and talented Channel 5's Chris Eggers brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said, the lovely and talented Chris Eggert. Good morning. What's happening, man? Nothing. How's everyone's break? Uh, mine wasn't great. Losing two friends, so that was no, tough. I, that I was saw that, Tom. I'm I'm sorry. But you know what? It just in I got we've been here now for about 32 minutes, and I feel much better already. So apparently, I like being on this show. Otherwise, I'd be going, "Oh, you guys are a pain in the ass right now." I'd be driven <laughs> to that. You know what I mean? Sometimes it helps to get back to work when crap like that happens. I think there's no question about that. You're abs- that. That's a very good point. Getting back to work was very important to me. And it had to happen, of course, during an 11-day break. So that's oh, good. I can sit around and, you know, twiddle my fingers and think about my dead friends. That's great. Yeah, that's that's exactly the problem with that. So, well, I'm, I'm, glad, I'm, I'm glad you're back. I'm glad I'm back. And God bless Ian Punnett and Pat Eberts. I loved you both, and you know it. So take that to heaven with you or where that hell ever you're going. I, I did not know Pat, but I, I, I did know Ian and yeah. uh, I yeah. was kind of regularly going on his show um, when I had just kind of just started here. We used to do a, a, a bit in the morning with them and got that one. It's that's it's crazy. I don't know. Just Maybe sad. we should because you guys, I mean, obviously you guys all knew Pat and some of you knew Ian. Um we should do a game show today, and, and Chris, you got to come back on for it. Let me do it the last hour or whatever. Um, who do you wish was dead instead of Pat or Ian? It'll be a great game show. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not suggesting anyone. I just—I don't know why you guys look so horrified. You guys hate that many people. Can we choose ourselves to get out of the bit? <laughs> This sounds like a great bit, Tom. In fact, this sounds like something I really would enjoy participating in. <laughs> we'll work on it, Chris. You and I will work on it. Okay. We'll, be, let's be, workshop that. Who do you wish bit. were dead instead of the people who died? That's a good game show. <laughs> it's a very good right? game show. It's a little dark, but it's a good game show. A little dark. <laughs> it's hard to argue. It is a little dark. There's no question about that, but. So the news, we got a bunch of shootings again, and we got plane crashes hitting other planes and bursting into flames, and we got earthquakes, and we got, my God. Yeah, uh, the plane thing just happening this morning. Yeah. Uh, Haneda, which I th- I'm not exactly sure. It's definitely one of Japan's busiest airports. Um, there's two big airports Tokyo, in yeah. Tokyo. Yep. Uh, I think they're both insanely busy, but it, it doesn't matter. Um, five people dead. Uh, so an interesting thing about that, um, I I used to be the aviation reporter when I worked out in Seattle because Boeing is centered out there. Right. So there's sure. a like you you misidentify one airplane when you're working in Seattle and you're a heel like the rest of your time there. That's that's kind of the way the viewership is out there. <laughs> right. Um, it's it's super wonky when it comes to that because so many people are um, employed in the industry. Uh, anyway, uh, one of the guys I, I sort of started following, uh, aviation journalist who I think writes for the, the New York Times now, he was talking about the, um, it's an Airbus plane and it's, it, it was made out of a, 
they started making some of the Airbus and Boeing planes out of a composite material. Mm, yeah. Yep. So they, they changed the materials of the planes within the last, I don't know, I suppose 10 years or so. And he was, um, he was, uh, he was struck by the fact that the, the thing went up in flames as much as it did. Right. Because it's a composite material and not, it would take a very high temperature in order to, to flame up the way it did. Um, which I, I think that's going to be a factor when they sort of try to figure out what happened and how it, how it all went down a little bit further down the line here. But um, lots of other people are remarking about how amazing it is that everybody got off the plane. Everybody I mean, did. Think yeah. about how much of a tragedy that, that could have been. Um, I mean, still tragic if five people lost their lives. but uh, Because they landed, the, the big jet landed on top of a small jet, correct? I think that's kind of what the the way it's looking right now, preliminarily. Now, Chris, how can that happen with all those people, air traffic control and all the rest of it? How could that even happen? Uh, yeah, that's a that's a good question. I mean, I, I don't know what the air traffic control situation is in Japan versus the way it is here, but I know right. there's been all kinds of stories about it here that the air traffic control people are um, way overworked and underpaid and that they're struggling to find people to take those jobs and uh, but but I don't know. I guess that's going to be something that'll come out here as, as the investigation into that yeah. continues. So very sad. Very um, very sad. The big thing we are kind of talking about this morning here locally is just how. And the Wall Street Journal actually did a, a story about it over the weekend about how weird our weather is here. Like when the Wall Street Journal is looking at Minnesota and going, "Why don't they have ice on the lakes?" Right. That so. Um, and yesterday was one of the biggest. Uh, there's this ice dive that happens out at Excelsior every year. They go out in the bay there, kind of right by Maynard's, if, if you're familiar, or Haskell's, mm -hmm. um, and they cut a big sure. hole in the ice, and uh, it's a charity ice dive. And for the first time that anybody can remember, they there's no ice on the lake right there, and they jumped in off the docks, which was kind of crazy to see because it, it's oh. always like we would have a camera out there like every year of people jumping in where the ice and it, it sure was. Now, most people who jumped in said it didn't matter. It was still cold as hell. Mm -hmm. Sure, uh, sure. <laughs> but and then there's a dog sled race, not the um, not the Bear Grease, but a different one that's um, up north in Grand Marais that they've got a bump ahead of month now because um, the weather just hasn't really gotten, you know, the way it should be. Um, the winter carnival, St. Paul winter carnival has a ice fishing contest. that's supposed to start right now as sort of a lead mm -hmm. up, a lead up to the winter carnival, which is at the end of January. And they, they had a change on the rules on that because there's no, there's no ice for people to fish. It's just and normal it, fishing. Right. Now. You just put your boat back yeah. in the water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, well, there you go. Super weird. But I mean, you know, we're all, we'll all get it at some point here. I have every confidence we'll get all kinds of snow, but. Oh, didn't they say that this upcoming weekend it's going to be below zero? Uh, it's definitely trending colder. I, I right. think they haven't gone quite that far yet, but I think they're implying that it's going to turn a corner a little bit as far as the cold goes. But even at that, you got 90 days of bad weather, and then it's April. I mean, that's not bad, 90 days. A lot better I, than I, seven months. I will say from uh, – just a John Q public standpoint, I'm not mad at the fact that it's been this way. I mean, <laughs> yes. I, I, but I do, I do understand that there are all kinds of people who have a livelihood based on cold weather and snow and that, that, you know, it definitely throws people, it can impact them financially, you know, 
So, I mean, I, I definitely understand that. I would like to thank J.D. Salinger and Catcher in the Rye for saying it was colder than a witch's tit. <laughs> is, that from that, is that from that book? It is. I forgot it. It's been forever since I read it. You think about it, it's like, yeah, that's probably true. If there are witches, their tits are probably pretty cold. Right? <laughs> Seems to stand to reason. I have no uh, firsthand experience on that. but Right, right. I understand. I don't either. I don't either. So any other local news that we should know about? Uh, well, you, you talked about it a second ago. There, there's all kinds of like gun violence over the yeah. uh, New Year's weekend. And two kids um, were hit by gunfire. Doesn't seem to be they were not the intended targets in either mm-hmm. of the cases. And one of them was somebody just firing a gun up in the sky to celebrate <sighs> New Year's, which is so freaking <sighs> awful when you think about that. Like just. Kids laying in bed, freaking bullet comes down. I know it's unbelievable. I I have no knowledge of. Uh, okay, so you shoot a, a gun straight up in the air. It depends on, of course, the volume of gunpowder that's involved in the shell and all the rest of it. But it probably doesn't come down at the same rate of speed. But it's got to be terminal velocity, isn't it? Uh, that bullet falling out of the sky. No, I'm almost. I, I'm almost positive that there's no physical way that if you shoot a bullet straight up in the air, it can come back down and kill somebody. I'm almost positive. Really? Yeah. I think it can. I, yeah, I always thought that it could. I thought it couldn't. I thought that was the whole reason why they do that. Were you the no. one shooting the gun in the air to celebrate New Year's Eve? <laughs> no. No, no, no. First off, let me, let me cover my tracks fault. there. No. You, you, you. I, I thought that's why they did that in, like, like cop shows and stuff is like to break up a, a brawl or ever because there's oh, no lethality good. of like it coming back down and killing anyone somebody's mm. looking it up chris is looking it up right now I'm, I'm positive and that doesn't mean it was it was right um i'm positive we reported yesterday that it was somebody who'd fired the gun up into the up, yep. up into the air that hit the i think it was a little girl um yeah oh I'm not. Um, I'm not trying to dispute you, AJ. No, no. I, that I'm. I'm an. I'm an idiot. I want to preface that. <laughs> so I am probably wrong here. That's just. I'm. I'm going based off of like documentaries and like movies that I've seen. So I, that's, I've asked you several times to delete, just back off and let me say that you're an idiot. Okay. I'll, your, your, your turn. You can say. <laughs> okay. it. All viewpoints are welcome here. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. We came into what happened on the show today. Oh well, I called AJ an idiot, but other than that, it was par, pretty smooth. Par for the course. What, so, what did anybody find the info? Yeah, um, the family of an eleven-year-old girl believes someone celebrating the new year by firing a gun in the air is responsible responsible for a bullet hitting the child in the face. She was in her bedroom when the bullet came flying through oh, the bedroom in the face. bedroom window minutes after midnight. But that um, wouldn't be coming straight down out of the sky. No. Then. I'm wrong. I want to. Pre- I want to. I want to clarify. Of course I, you're I'm wrong. <laughs> I, I'm very wrong. <laughs> I am so incredibly wrong on this one. So I'd retract the last like three minutes of this conversation. Yeah, you're, and then it was a little boy who was hit in the stomach in St. Paul. It was a little oh, girl God. in Minneapolis. Who, uh, I mean, it. I mean, yeah. A gun's it's, not a toy, for Christ's sake. When are we going to learn, do not no. shoot your guns into the air, for Christ's sake. It's not a toy. I have a friend who's 
uh, fairly high up in St. Paul Police Department. He was telling me, I think it was last year, or even two years ago, that he goes, if you look at the numbers, specifically the calls of just shots fired, Ooh. that is, he said that that is, incre incre the numbers have gone up incredibly, not, not even necessarily the amount of people shot, but he's just saying from a number standpoint, when you look at how many shots fired calls there have been, that it's, mm -hmm. yes. um, that's extremely noteworthy and concerning for people, which yeah, it's a huge number. There was a yes. video that went viral here in Minneapolis of sometime over break that it was 14 or 16 shots like fired consecutively. Somebody had taken a video cause they were just shooting randomly outside of their house somewhere in Minneapolis. And so, yeah, it's out of control at this point. I have a question for you, Chris. Yeah. Does your cop friend have the initials TF? No. It's not Tim Flynn. I thought for sure it'd be Tim Flynn. Big mm -hmm. shot cop over in St. Paul. Yeah. I am aware of who Tim Flynn is. Yeah. I love Tim Flynn. That whole family, the Flynn family, I miss you dearly. We got to get together because ever since Vince died, I don't really see him much anymore. We got to get together, Flynn's. You heard what I said. Anyway, so what else is happening? Is that everything? Uh, well, this was uh, interesting. It's not the big story of the day, but I did think it was um, a fairly interesting story. Apparently, some of the car makers are toying with a new um, bit of technology in the car. You know, the cars are so smart now. They're just, you mm -hmm. know, they can do everything for you. It's Mr. Smart Car. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at you, Mr. Smart Car. Um, <laughs> what, do you think you're better than me? Yeah, what all life. <laughs> Your car can do well, you two can plus drive. Two. You can drive now. You don't need me. What? Um, so a Mercedes is unveiling like a full driving car, like oh, no. more, with more capabilities than there'd ever been before. Um, some of the other ones are uh, are considering adding a technology kind of like Apple Pay. So when you pull up to the drive-through, the car just pays for your food for you. Nice. Which is all right. I'm not. A, I'm not completely right. against that one. Um, but I was also. I, I don't know if you guys remember. It got me thinking about this thing. I think it was last year. BMW was trying to charge people an add-on to be able to warm their seats up in Europe. What? Um, like they had to pay a subscriber fee to be able to warm their freaking seats up. What? That I think that's a real thing here. Yeah, Ellie is it uh, in the United States too. The, the uh, producer Ellie at my talk, she fills in every once in a while. She's been on here a couple times as well. But she has, she told me about her BMW. She has a subscription that she pays for heated seats, and if she mm -hmm. doesn't pay it, she just can't oh use God. the like. It, it's built into the car. What? Yeah, but. If she doesn't pay it, she just can't use that feature. They yeah. disable it. Toyota does something similar with remote starts. So yeah. if you want to be able to start your car remotely, you have to pay a subscription fee per month or per year. Yeah. I've heard of it with that um, because mine has um, expired and it's been a great winter so far that I haven't needed it. But I was like looking at the forecast. I was like, oh, shit, man, I got to get yeah. that thing renewed. Um, <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know about the seats thing being in the United States, but that's because I don't drive a Beamer. So, I mean, that's... Yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you have it. Well, a brilliant report, I thought. Uh, you know, uh, we can always strive for better. We shall. We shall indeed. We'll strive for better work. Always striving, Tom. Striving. Always Think striving, of, sir. Put that on my, um, my, my grave. Just say, Chris Eggert, always striving. You look... 
very professional today. Glasses, well-combed hair, tie, <laughs> white shirt. You. Big Thank shot. You. Thank you. All right, Pally, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye, guys. Bye. Good to see you. Ladies and gentlemen, Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. That's 952-925-5608. We'll take a break. Be right back and wrap up the hour right up to this. This is the Tom Bernard Show. Listen live at TomBernardShow.com or on the Tom Bernard Show app. Guys, if you want to reignite your intimacy once and for all, listen. Just give Twin Cities Premier Health a call for a discreet and confidential in-office evaluation by their highly trained staff of medical professionals. Acoustic wave therapy sessions are 25 to 30-minute treatments with no pain, no downtime afterward. And right now, Twin Cities Premier Health is offering a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. Receive this $800 value when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. You may know that age-related erectile dysfunction is most commonly caused by a buildup of plaque in the arteries that supply blood to the erectile tissue. Acoustic wave therapy can rescue your relationship and has been clinically proven to break up plaque. Definitely take advantage of this limited-time special offer. Receive a free treatment and a free consultation when you book today. This is a savings of $800 when you use code word TOM at TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Be sure to use promo code TOM so we get credit for sending you. I wouldn't recommend a service like this unless I knew they could help you. TwinCitiesPremierHealth.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warm them up, move them to plow, and repark them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and, well, car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales. This idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so, okay, the crew has decided. Yeah! yeah no, talking so, then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. The new Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like Bradshaw and Bryant, MyPillow, and North American Banking Company founder, chairman, and president, Mike Bilski. I've advertised on Tom's show for years, and the reason is simple. My business is recognized because of the ads, and that recognition has created growth. What business doesn't want to grow? I highly recommend the Tom Bernard Morning Show for your advertising. Grow results for your business by partnering with the Tom Bernard Show. Visit TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner.